0: I'm James Dafferty, and this is Coffee and the Case Stone. Guys, today I wanted to have another chat with you about corporate oppression, and this is a case that I've jumped up and down a little bit with you um, for the last few weeks or so. This is Shanahan and Jatase. Now, as many of you know, corporate oppression, there are two sections of the Corpse Act that we need to pay attention to. Section 232 is our sort of jurisdictional section. That's the section that says, if there's commercial unfairness, then the court has a discretion to make an order pursuant to 233. So if we think of it, 232 was their discretion, 233, what orders can the court make? right, okay. So now we turn to the case. You and I and a few others are eye surgeons. We operate hospital in Canberra, and we all hold shares in the company that operates the eye hospital. And things tick over very well for a number of years until a minority bunch of shareholders decide to retire while the majority continue to work. Now that the minority are doing whatever it is retired people do, they're enjoying a passive income on the golf course or or wherever they may be, while the majority continue to exert themselves in the eye hospital. Now, as you might imagine, the majority became less impressed with this state of affairs over time and they appointed some directors who purported to be independent, but as the court found um, were not really so. And these majority directors, if we can if we can call them that, they did a number of things. But two of the big things they did was prevent the accreditation of a new eye surgeon who could have really brought the hospital back to um, back to real uh, to a real high operating level. And what they also did was place the company into voluntary administration when it remained solvent. So. Uh, the matter came before the court and the court found that was oppressive. Now one fact I haven't told you about is that during the voluntary administration the minority, our golfers and our retirees, sold their shares to the majority. And they sold them for a figure of let's say 1.7 million. Now let's get back to the court proceedings. The court found that the conduct of the majority directors was oppressive. They're preventing of the accreditation of the new surgeon and their voluntary administration. So that's section 232. Was there oppression? Yes, in this matter. So then the court turned to section 233 and said, right, there has been oppression. Shall the court exercise its discretion to order relief? 232 test, done. 233 relief. Hmm. Now what the court did in working through the valuation evidence was form a view that the value that our golf course directors had sold their shares for was in excess of the actual value of those shares so that enjoyed something of a windfall meaning that even though there was oppression section 232 there was no need to order any relief pursuant to section 233 and so for the poor old retired directors they got no relief from the proceedings then we turn to costs what happens with the costs if you win on oppression and lose on relief well your application's gone down. So our retiree directors, notwithstanding, I withdraw that, I'm sorry, our retiree shareholders, notwithstanding their victory on the oppression point, went down on the relief point, and so went down on costs. So I just hope that sketch and a small cup of coffee uh, helps set the position out for corporate oppression for you. I look forward to sharing another coffee and another case note with you soon. Thanks very much.